Once again, we're hearing an exciting account of Jesus calling his apostles on this adventure to come and follow him. But there was at least one main difference that we heard this weekend in Mark's gospel compared to the one we heard last weekend from John's gospel. If you notice, there's that little detail today that said that Simon and Andrew abandoned their nets as they went off to follow Jesus. And likewise, James and John, they leave their father and co-workers behind as they go off to follow Jesus. It's almost as if Jesus had told these men, let go and let's go. Right? They've got to drop their nets. They've got to leave their family. They've got to leave the life that they've known behind. They want to experience this new thing that Jesus is inviting them into. Let go and let's go. I think that little phrase can help us understand what's ultimately at the heart of repentance. We heard that Jesus began his public ministry with those words, repent and believe in the gospel. And then we heard in our first reading, Jonah was appointed to go to the Ninevites that they might repent of their sins. Now, when we hear the word repent, we might think that that means to simply confess our sins, but it's a little bit more involved than that. What repentance ultimately refers to is this undergoing of a conversion in my mind and in my heart, which then results in a conversion in the way that I'm living my life. And repentance is not just a one-and-done deal. It's this ongoing process of transformation as I strive to become more and more the man or the woman that God is calling me to be. So what might it look like in your life and mine for Jesus to tell us this weekend, let go and let's go? A radical example would be if someone here sensed that the Lord was calling them to sell their possessions and to go off to a third world country and be a missionary, right? or perhaps to become a priest or consecrated religious. If that's the case, he's asking you to let go of this prospect of being married or of working a normal job so that you can follow him in this radical way. And that might be what God is asking of several individuals from our community. But obviously, that's not the calling for most of us. So what about everybody else? What are the parts of our life, in addition to sin, obviously, where Jesus might be telling us, let go and let's go? Perhaps it involves re-examining certain friendships or relationships in our life. It's a fact that we become like the people we surround ourselves with, so... Maybe there's been some people you've been surrounding yourself with lately that haven't helped you to become that best version of yourself. Maybe they're encouraging you to stay stuck in your old habits, making it difficult for you to become that person you know God is calling you to become. And so maybe there's this relationship, this friendship, where Jesus might be inviting you, let go, and let's go. Another example would be holding on to a grudge. Right? Is there somebody that you've refused to forgive from five decades ago or even just five days ago? Maybe something from your own past that you haven't been able to forgive yourself for and move on from. Another one is constantly looking back on the past, looking for answers as to why God did or didn't do something. 
And maybe we're never going to get that answer this side of heaven. So those are those tough scenarios where Jesus is nevertheless encouraging us. Maybe it's time to let go and let's go. How about our screen addictions? People will sometimes tell me, Father, I'd love to be able to pray, but I just don't have the time. If you're a parent with young children, I can understand how that would be difficult. But otherwise, let me see the screen time report on your phone. Right? Let's see how you've been spending your downtime. You've been watching the news for a half hour, and then sports highlights for another half hour, half hour on social media, playing video games or apps for a half hour, then maybe Netflix or something for a half hour, and yet you don't have any time for prayer? Maybe there's something going on with your relationship with screens where the Lord is saying, it's time to let go and let's go. And I'll share with you a personal example so that you realize I'm right there in the battle with you. And I share this because maybe it's going to inspire somebody who's in a similar boat. I recently made the decision to stop keeping alcohol in my rectory. There weren't any serious issues going on. I can still enjoy a drink or two when I'm with friends or I'm out at a restaurant with people. But I was just starting to get a little too relaxed with my self-discipline when I just had it lying around. And I know that the Lord calls me to be a healthy and holy priest, right? You deserve the best that I can give you. So I need to make sure, for instance, that I'm always ready in the middle of the night to respond to an emergency call. Or if I want to be a healthy and holy priest for you, and the only time that I can fit in prayer and a workout into my daily routine is if I get up really early in the morning, that makes me second-guess the kinds of decisions I'm making the night before. Right, so making that re- recent resolution was just one of the many ways over the years where I was sensing Jesus convicting me with those words, it's time to let go and let's go. Again, like I said earlier, repentance is not just this one and done deal. It's this ongoing transformation that all of us, myself included, are signing up for in becoming disciples of Jesus. So regardless of the kinds of things that you have done for the Lord in the past or that he's done for you over the years, let's take stock right here, right now, on where things stand. At this Mass today, the Lord lovingly looks upon you and me, knowing all that we're capable of becoming. And he exhorts us once again, repent and believe in the gospel. Let go and let's go.